The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. XM. You're listening to Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Marinci. Rage all you want. Level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. George Kurtz with us just for a couple of more minutes. Rick Saratella is going to step up and in from the NFL Draft Bible, Sports Illustrated.com. Uh, Quick overnight baseball check from the games that matter. Boston Red Sox minus 255 in Baltimore. Zimmerman versus Chris Sale. Total 9.5. Yankees at Red Sox. Ryu minus 130. Yankees plus 110. Total is 9. Wheeler plus 108 in Atlanta. Minus 126. Division on the line. Philadelphia need to sweep. And, um, and yeah, I guess you're right. They sort of do control their own destiny. They sweep and then move forward, but they'd have to win again and whatever. So it's more than just a sweep, but um, there are, they are in control of their destiny. I've got them both to win a division at plus 390 and plus 340, so I'm laughing here. I never cashed out or anything. So I've talked about St. Louis, George. They're plus 102. They're 16-game uh, win streak, and they're still underdogs. What do you make about that? Yeah, well, we are, nobody's giving them respect, including me. You know, I don't like the team. Uh, they're, the pitching, I, they can hit. No doubt they can hit. And, I mean, Tyler O'Neill's hitting a home run every night. Dylan Carlson, Goldschmidt, all of a sudden, uh, is like an MVP there. Uh, 16 games in a row, amazing what they've done here. Still, I think they're playoff fodder. You know, uh, I think they'd have a shot against the Giants because they're another team I don't give any respect to. Uh, Brandon Belt, by the way, having a broken thumb, killer for the Giants. Yeah, that, that's just a wreck there. And the Dodgers are winning that division. I think the Dodgers would destroy them. Yeah, but I don't know if the Dodgers care with the division because, unfortunately, Arizona goes to San Francisco. Webb versus Weaver. San Francisco minus 270, total 7.5. The Dodgers send uh, Walker Bueller to the hill against you, Darvish, in San Diego at minus 196. And we talked about Bassett and uh, Kikuchi. Oakland, minus 120 road favorites. That somewhat surprised me. I will be going to the well. I think the Dodgers will win. I think Seattle will win. And, unfortunately, I think San Francisco are going to win. Yeah, I'm not as sold on Seattle as you, uh, but I think they have something more to play for. I think Oakland might just be, all right, when, when can we go golfing? When's the season over? I think they're in that mood now because I think they know they pretty much did choke in September, played terribly. And Starling Monte, uh, he's out with a, a little lat injury there. So I, without him, yeah, I think it's all over with the crying. So, George, before we get you out of here, the raging redhead Cam Stewart pulled the trigger on a bunch of NHL preseason games uh, tonight. <laughs> I, I kicked the tires on it. We looked at them and stuff. And shout out to our boy McKinnis, who I see is in the chat. He liked the Vancouver Canucks tonight. They cashed a ticket. Cam, I think, bet like every game. I sort of came close to just betting every underdog. But I don't know. I bet NFL preseason. I bet the NBA Summer League. But NHL preseason, man, that's a real crapshoot. 
Uh, no, I'm not, I, I, no, I really don't bet any preseason. Uh, I, I could, it could be a boring night. One night there's nothing else on. Okay. You know, I did watch the Islander Ranger game last night. Okay. It was great. I had a hockey game, a baseball game, and a football game on all the TVs here. It was fantastic. My favorite time of the year here. But to actually bet it, no, no, no. There'll be plenty of me to do tomorrow night. I'll be biting my nails and watching the Yankees Toronto as it is. I don't need any more aggravation. Uh, big, uh, big, uh, big series. So, yeah, preseason hockey. Hey, listen, doesn't mean there's not spots to be made, right? It's just everything. It takes research and stuff. But as I openly admitted earlier today, that, and even though NHL players seem to play their starters a lot in these games, but I know who all these college football players are and uh, basketball. Thanks, George. Anytime. Be good. The Late Night Anger Management Class. We say goodbye to George Kurtz. We say hello to Rick Saratella in a couple of moments. Uh, we're breaking it down. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates. Thanks to George Kurtz for kicking it with us. Always cool kicking it with Kurtz. Rick Saratella will continue talking NFL, uh, football, NBA basketball is around the corner. We talked about the vaccination situations uh, with Kyrie Irving and with Andrew Wiggins. Uh, ben Simmons, I guess, doesn't even want to meet with the Philadelphia 76er players uh, anymore. So as I stated, it makes perfect sense just to trade the two most gutless players in the NBA, Andrew Wiggins for Ben Simmons for each other, doesn't it? Makes too much sense, doesn't it? Uh, the National Hockey League preseason has started, and we were just discussing. Listen, I'm not going to call anyone out for a deep, you know, for being a degenerate for for betting on this stuff. I mean, I bet on a lot of crazy stuff, and in fact, I don't know how crazy this is. I think this is smart, but we're getting back on track. Like for the last, like for for about a month or so, coming into the season. We would win like $500 a night, $300 a night in baseball. We just bet football f- futures. Always just take the profit and roll it over. And I sort of got away from it. I've been getting caught up in stuff recently. So tonight, you know, to see, I love the fact that there's still regular season win totals posted. They're reposting win totals. So I just put a nickel down on uh, the Houston Texans under four and a half. How the hell are the Houston Texans getting the five wins? They don't have a quarterback. I like Davis Mills, but the kid's a kid. He's in tough. Um, they're already, you know what I mean? They're only going to get more injured as the year goes on. It'll get worse. They're 0-3 now. They get the Buffalo Bills this week. So they're going to be 0-4, right? So then after that, there'll be 13 games left, 17-game season now. There'll be 13 games left. They'll be 0-4. So to, for, for me to lose this bet, they're going to have to go 5-8. and eight. Are the Houston Texans suddenly going to be that competitive where they're going to go 5-8? and eight? Like, who have they even played so far this year? So they played the Browns. Um, they played the Panthers, you know, and um, and they played the Jaguars. So they did get one division game. So maybe they could beat the Jags again. The Colts are crap, but the Colts will beat them twice. The Colts, like, the Colts aren't going to lose to them. Um, the Tennessee Titans aren't losing to them. Like, where are the wins coming from? You know what I mean? How are they going to go 5-8? and eight? They're not. Um, so we put another 500 down on it. Anyone courageous enough? Are we going to go under five, under three and a half with the New York Jets? I can't do it. I've already got them at under six and a half. That's what the Jets are now, three and a half. Late night anger management class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. 
the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports Rage Late Night with Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The Monday Night Meltdown continues. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Marinci. The fence, the players, the hustlers, the DJs, the people of Buxton, and everybody else in between throwing it down on Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks. Let's get biblical. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, SI.com, steps up and in to break it down with us. Rick, it's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? Ooh, warm it up. Melt it down for me, Gabriel. Well, you're doing uh, you're doing better, I guess, um, than John Mara is. Giants owner John Mara uh, booed at the half in which was supposed to be a celebratory moment um, with Eli Manning uh, being honored at the half. A halftime ceremony for Eli Manning turns ugly as the fans start booing uh, the Giants ownership group. And not only that, they're also, it's to the point where they're booing and heckling and mocking Evan Ingram every time he gets injured now. Yeah, the injuries are mounting. The the fans are getting restless. There was, you know, loud, loud noise, bangs and thumps and crashes heard inside the Giants locker room. Garbage cans knocked over outside the locker room and you know, you could see and and sense the panic kicking in with head coach Joe Judge kind of backtracking at the podium before he walked off, looking back at the media saying, hey, we're going to be all right, guys. Well, history says otherwise, my friend. 0-3 is a tough hole to climb out of. The offense, you know, is really sputtering. Saquon Barkley looks mediocre at best, 3.2 yards per carry. He's trying to cut everything outside dancing and prancing around looking like Blair Thomas circa 1992. That's Saquon Barkley, uh, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton. They go down to injury. Uh, you got Kenny Galladay getting uh, outproduced by undrafted free agent, Colin Johnson. What a mess. What a mess. This New York football giants team is, and the news doesn't get any better. Blake Martinez, probably their best player out for the season. And uh, this is it. I mean, it's do or die time here. I don't know what else Daniel Jones can do. He has no time to pass. And it's really, to be honest, the, the Giants and the Jets, New Jersey, has got the worst football around. No, they really do. And I brought it up last night on the show. Let's keep it simple, stupid. Uh, let's keep it in New York. Kiss uh, from New York. If we've just bet against the Giants and the Jets every week uh, this year, we're 5-1. and one. <laughs> we're five and one. They're a combined one and five ATS. Now, let me ask you, though, uh, as far as the Giants are concerned, they've really lost two games on two plays. All right. They should have beaten Washington. They did it. Um, yesterday, they had an opportunity. I'm sure you saw it. Jackson has an opportunity for an interception. It's an easy catch, bro. 
You pick off Matt Ryan, the game's over. Next play, there's pass interference in the end zone. Atlanta ties the game. So I could argue, like if you if if you were Joe Judge and you were defending yourself, you could say, well, listen, you know, we jumped offside. We're literally two plays away from being two and one, but they're really not. I would counter, no, you're really not. And as you stated, Joe Judge can tell everybody we're going to love the product, and he can tell everybody that everything's fine and they're going in the right direction. But the fact of the matter is, this guy's what six and thirteen now. Yeah, and I think John Mara will remember a time when there was another New York Football Giants head coach who said, "You are what your record says you are," and this is a bottom line business. You're zero and three, and the bottom line is this: good teams find a way to make those plays, find a way to make those Ws. And really, let's be honest, Daniel Jones, I understand the supporting cast has been questionable. The offensive line has been terrible. I still have yet to see the game, that franchise quarterback game where I said, woo-wee, yeah. <laughs> you got something here. You know, it's just kind of every week it's a mediocre average performance. And we say, oh, well, he's developing. Oh, well, you know, there's not much around him. Like, when, when is he going to step up and actually show us something to get excited about? Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible with us. I am Gabriel Morenci, Sirius XM Channel 204, the Monday Night Meltdown. And you're, listen, you know I've defended Jones uh, at times over the years, uh, but it is true in a sense. He plays well, but there's always the turnover. There's always the mistake. There's always the missed opportunity. And the fact of the matter is, you know, whether he was, and this is one of these deals where, it's unfair to the player at times where they are drafted because the expectation gets raised. But the fact is, I don't care if you're you know, the sixth overall pick or the 18th pick or the 15th pick, whatever the hell he should have went. If you're a first-round draft pick in the NFL at some point, Rick, you got to win the game for your team, right? Say, listen, yeah, everybody else sucked, but, man, we got the, he's a first-round talent, and we won the game because of this guy. And it doesn't happen. No, I, I, I joke with my Giants fans when I'm watching, like they should really run the triple option game because I'm more I'm more fearful of Daniel Jones when he's running the ball rather than when he's passing the ball. And that's where he seems to be productive is on these RPOs, these option run plays where he can get around the edge and pick up yardage that way. I just don't fear the arm. And I think NFL teams feel the same way. You know, though, I tell you what, if Dan, Daniel Jones he will get another opportunity. He's not going to find himself on the scrap heap. And I promise you, there is a coach out there that's going to say, you know what, this kid's got a ton of talent. He'd never had an offensive line, and he was with his functional. I don't can anybody play? Like, seriously, like in New York right now, like, can it work? Is is the Meadowlands cursed? Is it New Jersey? Is what, whatever it is, bro, nothing works, all right, for the Jets, for the Jets or the Jets. But let me ask you. It's like they should. It's like they should combine the two teams. But I still don't think they'll they make would still it. suck. <laughs> they still won't have a quarterback. <laughs> I know. You, can you believe that? You can combine the two. I've joked about that. If you combine the two, sort of maybe they'd still be bad though. Like they still don't have depth when you combine the two. But I don't see. Listen, Gettleman's not going to survive this. Mara. Speaking of the Jets, we'll get to them after, but. The Jets owners, they're the ones that get mocked. They're the ones that get booed, not the Maris, right? So now the Maris are getting booed and heckled. This really is like we're getting to the low points here. I think Gettleman is done. You've talked about Joe Judge kind of having power, and 
Hey, listen, the fact is, too, Mara's the one that hired him. Joe Judge blew him away in a stupid interview. I don't know why owners fall for interviews. Um, Rex Ryan got hired by the interview, too. They got drunk with Pagula drinking wine. Next thing you know, he's hired. Right? I don't know. How about you go through a firm instead of, like, interviews? Like, like interviews? I don't know how these rich guys get fooled uh, like this. But, like, who? What? what do you think happens here? Is Jones gone at the end of the year and Gettleman gone and Judge stays? Are they all gone? Is it just Gettleman? What do you think happens if you had to predict uh, how it plays out? Well, and just to your point, I mean, the, the Giants were just viewed as this staple organization, right? They always reloaded, whether it was Parcells or Coughlin, and even Jim Fossil was always competitive. And then they go through Ben McAdoo, Pat Shermer, and now Joe Judge, and as many years as as as, as many coaches. Hey, McAdoo I, seems like the best one of the bunch. Like it's getting worse, though, isn't yeah, it? It's, it's getting worse thought. as we go. Because I thought Shermer was terrible. Yeah, was bad. It, they were better with him than they are with Judge right now. Yeah, it's it's been bad. And so if I had to predict it, I do think that you know Gettleman is the one that goes. They kind of gave him an extra lease here, and I think it, some of it was kind of waiting to see what would happen with Daniel Jones, but. The mantra has been placed on David Gettleman. Hey, uh, the batting average needs to get better, John Mara said, and, and it hasn't. And we're batting zero. And so I think Judge stays, Gettleman goes. They may explore an upgrade at quarterback, but I don't know if they'll find one. It's a very weak draft class. That's why you got to pull the trigger when you do have the opportunity to get one. So I think Daniel Jones is back, fortunately or unfortunately. And the New York Giants uh, traveled to the Bayou. The New York Giants and the New Orleans Saints. Saints are seven-and-a-half-point favorites in this football game. And we talked about how, yeah, you could argue that the Giants have deserved better, but they haven't, you know, they've been losing to bad teams. And their schedule is going to get tougher as we go on. It's going to be a long season at MetLife. It's going to be another long season at the Meadowlands. And um, not just with the, the New York football Giants, but... I think the Jets might be worse than they even thought they were going to be. The late night anger match, the class continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Sports. 
Sports Rage Late Night. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi, Sirius XM Channel 204 Sports Radio Networks. Shout out to the Mighty Year 1090 in San Diego, Southern California. Shout out to all of our AM radio affiliates as well. We're getting biblical. Rick Saratella kicking it with us. NFL Draft Bible, SI.com. So, uh, Rick, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are still the Super Bowl favorites right now. I find this interesting. The Chiefs are the favorites. It's 6-1. to one. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are plus 650. They're the second choice. The Rams are the third choice. The Bills are the fourth choice. Let's start off at the top here with the Kansas City Chiefs. One and two record, first time since 2016 uh, that they're not in first place in this division. It's only three games, and yes, it's a 17-game campaign. But the fact of the matter is, this is a football team that is uh, 1-12-1 against the spread in their last 14 games. What's your take on the Kansas City Chiefs? Is this early season struggles, or do you think this is the this is a real thing for them moving forward right now that they're no longer a dominant football team? Hey, they better buckle up and get some work boots on because they got a hell of a, a hill to climb here. One and two behind the undefeated Denver Broncos, behind the undefeated Las Vegas Raiders, behind the two and one L.A. Chargers who just defeated them. This team's vulnerable. I mean, you take a look at the depth. It's not what it was like in years past. You take a look at the weapons. It's not what it was like in years past. I see Sammy Watkins making, you know, uh, game-saving plays for the Baltimore Ravens. He's no longer there. Uh, you see, you know, the running back depth, not really like it was in years past. And so uh, I think the Kansas City Chiefs have a lot to prove. The offensive line really hasn't gelled yet like we we thought it would be and so you know i'm surprised they're still the favorites i have buffalo ahead of them i have the cleveland browns ahead of them in the afc i think the browns are really the best looking team that i've seen in the afc early on i'm not going to overreact i still have the buccaneers one but i do have the la rams too i think what you saw here was a preview of the nfc championship and may the arizona cardinals have something to say about that could the green bay packers be in the mix, sure. But to me, it's the Bucks, Rams, Brownies, and Bills. Those are the cream of the crop of the National Football League. Look, I had my doubts about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers coming into this season, even though they did return 22 starters. But those starters are starting to drop right now, specifically uh, on the defensive side of the football. They didn't get the pass rush that they were known for last year. But with Tampa, I think Kansas City have bigger problems than Tampa do. You know, I, I don't even think it's a debate. Like you talked about, it, the division that Kansas City are in, and look, the Raiders and Chargers are playing each other. Somebody's got to win that game, and then somebody's sitting pretty. All right, the Raiders could be 4-0, or the Chargers could be 3-1, and and the Chargers look like the real deal. The Raiders are sort of doing it with smoke and mirrors, but they're finding ways uh, to win football games. Tampa's fine. They play in a bad division. You know, they well, although bad division, I mean, Carolina's winning, and, and the Saints are 2-1 and one, uh, right now, but I don't think Tampa, any panic for Tampa. I mean, they had won nine straight games. They weren't going to, you know, run the table. The bubble was going to burst eventually. You see this with teams that win the championship. That that loss is always, you know, looming around the corner. But what about Tampa's defense? They have been getting carved up a little bit, man. If you look, look, Dallas went up and down the field on them. Matt Ryan and Atlanta went up and down the field on them. And then they couldn't get a stop against the Rams. It is three weeks in a row that the Buccaneers defense just can't get stops. Yeah, and, you know, I think they'll get it figured out, and Todd Bowles is there. He, he's a pretty smart, defensive-minded coach. And um, am I going to press the panic button? Not yet. But, yeah, they got to shore it up. They got to patch it up. The secondary, I think, has been coming up 
with some pretty good plays. You know, the will say is the Bucks can't win every game, right? And the Rams, yeah. this is a good team. And we talked about Aaron Donald, his ability to bring the the pres- pass rush presence up the middle, which is where that's the one kryptonite to Brady's game. But how about Sebastian Joseph Day or Sebastian Day Joseph, whatever you want to say, from Rutgers, my neck of the woods. I mean, this guy gets no credit playing next to uh, Aaron Donald. He's a three-down player. He's constantly disrupting the backfield, making plays behind the line of scrimmage. This is really a, a, a Robin to Aaron Donald's Batman that I don't think got enough credit. You saw it there against the, the Buccaneers, but you know it's going to be won and lost in the trenches. And the defensive line, I think, is getting pushed a little bit. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe they bring in a veteran guy. I know the Hub football campus this week, maybe a guy like Brandon Marshall at linebacker or Jonathan Chiprian at safety or uh, one of these plays. Reuben Foster now is going to be out there. Maybe one of these guys can uh, provide some veteran presence for the Tampa Bay Bucks down the stretch. Now, that was an incredibly impressive performance by the Los Angeles Rams on both sides of the football I mean, really, the game wasn't even as close as the final score uh, would have indicated. Sean McVay did a great job. The play calling was great. I had questioned, you know, Matt Stafford. Let's see him win big games. Well, that's a big game that he won. Now, it's only week three, uh, but it's a big game uh, that they won. And the odds makers are buying in right now. So the Rams are the second choice uh, to win the NFC and to win, you know, to win the NFC and to win the Super Bowl, actually, as well. They're a plus 950 to win the Super Bowl. I should note co-favorites, the Buffalo Bills. And you said earlier you think the Cleveland Browns are, you know, they've impressed you the most. I get it. You know, they've won the games. You know, you can't. Buffalo did lose to Pittsburgh in week one. But since then, bro, 35 nothing, 43-21, the Bills ain't playing around. They almost look like Alabama or something. It's almost like the Bills can name their score. You know, and it's really, like, unimpressive watching the offense. I hate to say it that way, but I'm just always ready for like the big pass. Like when is Josh Allen just going to bomb it down the field? Like Dude, he did? it's been gusty as hell in Buffalo. It's windy as hell there, bro. And you know, but you're not the only one. I keep hearing this. Yo, bro, they've put up 68 points in the last two games. Like I, I know, but then I watch the games though. And it's like, they, they just do this dink and the dunk and I get it. It works it's choppy. It's choppy. Yes. It's not fluid. But they do. I mean, they quietly have, like, the Bills have one of the most underrated cast of characters. Because, like, Emmanuel Sanders, all he does. Well, he's is, playing amazing. All he does is get it done. Like, Cole Beasley, criticism or not, like, <laughs> what do you have, 13 catches? Like, come on now. So, and then you got Gabriel Davis, who's like the fourth or fifth option on this offense with Stefan Diggs. Dawson Knox is trying to get over the dropsies, but he's got a touchdown now in each of the last two weeks. So suddenly Zach Moss showed a heartbeat. There's a pulse. Hello. <laughs> suddenly the Bills got all these playmakers around Josh Allen where he were, all he is is doing is dinking and dunking. I remember the game against the Jets last year. I'm like, well, where's this high octane offense? And then. I'm watching, I'm flipping around. Every time I watch the Bills, I never see the ball travel like more than 15 yards in the air. Um, as I stated, the weather, the weather has been the weather's been terrible in Buffalo. Uh, like windy, 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 bro. Like it's amazing to put up as many points as they did. That hasn't helped. Um, as you saw, look, it was a low scoring game in week one. I can't deny the Bills offense isn't the fastest show on turf uh right now. But it's also not a fun offense to play against and stop. 
you know, Josh Allen, you know, his his accuracy's been a little off this year. It just it has been. It's been a little off. Or what he used to do is he's firing the ball too. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't put any, he doesn't, you know, take any steam off of it. He's throwing these fastballs. He's just not 100% in sync. But I think the Buffalo Bills as a whole, Rick, and Josh Allen said it before the year started. He said, no more hero ball. He goes, I don't care about being a hero. I just want to win. And I think as a whole, they don't really care, right, about the stats and this and that. They're trying to grind out wins. And I think if you ask McDermott, you just said something. They want to get Moss and Singletary going. They want to get a ground game going. So if they have a lead, they can chew the clock up or they can run the football in bad weather. And I tell you what, and I'm not making excuses, but it has been windy as hell. Uh, in Buffalo these uh, this month for the first couple of games. And I think the old Farmer's Almanac, uh, Sarah Tellis, said it's going to be a nasty winner this year on East Coast. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Said, like, yeah, yeah, rainy, like, sort of wet, cold. I think we could have some inclement football games this year for the first time in a long time. I like that kind of party. So, and, you know, listen, I will say this. I, I see a quarterback that has so much room for improvement like you take a look at the top quarterbacks in the league, I think Patrick Mahomes could still get better, but I think I think Josh Allen has the biggest upside to continue his development, and there's so much he could still get better at, which is scary. But I'll say the one underrated underrated aspect is to that Northeast football, cold weather type of uh, smash mouth football. You start getting Josh Allen in these short yardage situations, six foot five, two fifty, whatever he is. You sprinkle in Moss and and Scooter there. I mean that'll wear defense down, right? And when you're when when you're in those close games, and it's fourth and goal, and it's the fourth quarter, and you got this big body Josh Allen that you got to bring down. He's like the Jolly Green Giant down there at the goal line. Uh, it, it takes a toll on you over the course of a game, no doubt about it. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, kicking it uh, with us. And uh, the Buffalo Bills uh, get the Houston Texans this week. So I would assume that the Buffalo Bills are going to improve to 3-1. and Although, let me get your take. And we've got about a minute uh, here before the break. Um, uh, Davis Mills. You know what? I think he afforded himself fine. I actually think, you know, they they like what they saw from him. They threw him out there in his first start. If you gave him some time, the kid can make some throws. He's a big kid. What was your take on Davis Mills' debut? Well, I mean, based on some of these other rookie quarterback performances we saw yesterday, not too big. Not uh, yeah, too good point. <laughs> right, not yeah, considering, yeah, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Hey, Davis yeah. Mills doesn't suck so much, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, he, he had some poise. You know, he battled. He showed toughness. He's also, you know, tossing his hat into the ring for the NFL's longest neck. I guess he's giving Mike. Yeah, 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 this guy's a giraffe. He's a tree, this guy. <laughs> but I think I think he's going to get every opportunity to prove that or given uh, a showcase that he can be a starting quarterback. And if not, they'll explore that option in the offseason. The Deshaun Watson sweepstakes is starting to heat back up again. Yeah, supposedly, or at least the Texans wanted to. All right. Uh, one more segment with Rick Saratella on the other side. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. 
the collide of football pads, the squeak of shoes on a basketball court, the crack of the bat on a home run, the slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. The late night anger management class. It's the Monday night meltdown. This is Sports Rage. We're getting biblical. Rick Saratella, NFL Draft Bible, kicking it to us, and we will take a quick advance look at what's going on in the in the college scouting world uh, with the NFL mock draft 2022 already around uh, the corner. Um Let's talk about the New York Jets a little bit. We talked about uh, we talked about the Giants uh, situation. You know, I expected Zach Wilson to struggle. Um, I'm sure the New York Jets expected him to struggle as well. But I'm sure this is worse than the Jets were expecting, right? Like, not just him, but as a whole, that they're this bad. Actually, like they're they're worse now than they were. And now, no, yeah, and Sam Darnold's three and zero. <laughs> yeah. And, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> way, way to throw some salt on the wound there, Gabe. Uh, you know, listen, the deal is the bad news is Zach Wilson has been sacked 15 times through the first three games. The good news is he hasn't broken Greg McElroy's single game record of 11 sacks. <laughs> also, held Justin by a Fields was sacked nine times. Yeah. And he came. And everyone wanted Fields. They are Dalton sucks. Dalton sucks. Well, you put the kid in, he goes six for 20, and he gets sacked nine times. But sorry, continue about Wilson. Well, yeah, and so, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, and Greg McElroy, a former New York Jets quarterback, that record was set, by the way. Uh, Great analyst, by the way. Really smart guy. I really enjoy him on TV. He was in over his head as the quarterback of the Jets, though. Very sharp. Uh, His father actually works for the Dallas Cowboys in the marketing front office. Very nice family. but the Jets, you know, Robert Sala, you know, I saw him one point in the fourth quarter. They were down like 26 nothing, and they had like a, 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 a fourth down stop or something. He's clapping it up like, yeah, hey, good job, fellas, good job. It's like, come on, Robert, come on, stop it. Like, let's stop it, okay? You got shut out in the National Football League, which rarely happens. And uh, it's just, again, the, the sputtering offense. Where's the playmakers? I mean, the NFL is really a game of, mismatches and playmakers and the jets have no mismatches and they've got zero playmakers. So I don't know how the heck you're expect to win on Sundays, 
But, I like that, Rick. Yeah, that's there's, the best thing you've said. I like that. Mismatches yeah. and playmakers. I'm going to steal yeah. that moving forward. <laughs> Man, I throw I throw it right in the Sunday gravy when I'm making the sauce over here. It goes right. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it. But yeah, uh, I mean that's the problem. So let me ask you. So guys, if you put in perspective, nobody thought the Jets were going to be good. I bet they're under win total six and a half, and I'm pretty confident we're going to hit it. You know, people didn't think the Detroit Lions are going to be good, but they're living up to the. They're living up to what Dan Campbell promised, aren't they? Like these guys, they don't have the talent. They don't have the playmakers, but they've got haymakers. Like they, they're a hard team to bury, bro. I mean, look at the wide receivers, Quentin Cephas. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like Amon Ross St. Brown, who I should like out of USC. But you know what I'm saying? Like they, you know, DeAndre Swift's a good football player, but I'm just saying like you look at some teams where there's no hope. You're getting your ass handed to you. It's a disaster. You're getting shut out. And you can look at the Detroit Lions, and you're battling your ass off, and the only reason you lost is because the greatest kicker in the history of the game sets an NFL record and hits a 66-yarder that bounces off the crossbar and uh, over and in. But the Lions are scrappy, aren't they? They're battling. They're going to bite your kneecaps off, right? And they bought into the mantra. They bought they into are, the though. They really are. Yeah. They're taking a chunk of flesh. You beat them, but they're taking a chunk of flesh from you. Well, and I think you got to give them kudos, though, for also recognizing the type of players that they want to have inside the building, right? Because they said, hey, Kenny Galladay, yeah, you, you're a diva, yeah. and get out of here. Uh, Jamal Williams, I mean, what an under-the-radar signing from Green Bay. What a toughness. Yeah, I, I got to say, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, after Nick Chubb and and, Ken, and Kareem Hunt, Swift and, and uh, Williams might be the best one-two punch in the league. They are a tough, gritty backfield, and, you know, Goff can steer the ship now, so... Hey, kudos to the Lions for recognizing, hey, what a Detroit Lions player looks like. Whereas, you know, guys like the Giants, they're just trying to uh, pay these overpriced, you know. It's a good point. Right. Chris Spielman, right? Chris Spielman in the building yeah. identifying. That's not a football player. We don't we don't need a guy like that, right? Yep. Yep. He might be skilled, but he doesn't fit what we're looking to do here. I'll tell you what, the odds makers have really responded, though. The Chicago Bears are only three-point favorites. Bears-Lions in Chicago. Chicago Bears minus three against the Detroit Lions. So the odds makers giving the Lions some respect. Well, I might smell an upset here. I didn't like what I saw from Justin Fields. And back to your uh, point earlier, like, hey, you don't become a national football head coach by accident now. So these guys know something about their own quarterbacks. And if you're not inside the building, then you really don't know who's most qualified to give you the best chance to win on Sundays. And, you know, you and I both sat here and did the Monday morning quarterback armchair yep. thing, but Hey, Andy Dalton looked like a much more capable quarterback than Justin Fields. Now it was one game. Will he adapt and adjust? That's what football is all about, baby. Hey, listen, there was like a mini quarterback controversy in, um, in Gainesville with the Florida, Florida Gators. So kid comes in, makes plays. Everybody wonders how come he's not playing? How come he's not playing? And Mullen said, yeah, he made plays. He said, guys, you don't know how many assignments that he missed. You know, and we don't see that stuff, right? Yeah, he made plays, but he also didn't know the play call for this. He didn't know that. And you can get by on your athletic ability. And, you know, you could do your, do, you're doing a disservice. As fans, we all get impatient. As media guys, we get impatient. And we're more impatient than ever, right? And then, we, you know, we're – it's crazy. We're psychopaths. Everyone's crazy. Right? People demand that these rookies play right away. Oh, you drafted him. You better play him. Play him. He's better than the old guy you got. Play him. Play him. And then as soon as they play him, two, three weeks in, 
oh, this kid's terrible. He's a bust. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I think the patience level is at an all-time low, and social media is a big reason why, because everybody has a voice now, and it's so hard when you are a front office executive or a head coach, and uh, don't don't think these guys don't log on to Twitter and see what people are saying. Uh, it, it gets to them, you know, and it's hard not to, but at the same time, you always see a team go from worst to first or uh, last to the playoffs. And, and that's what the NFL is about. Parity, quick turnaround. Uh, you can go and, and, and change a program around pretty quickly. Suddenly Carolina and Denver are 3-0. and Hey, I mean, say what you want. They just beat the teams that are in front of them. But it, it can be done. And so that's why you got the, the fans clamoring. If they don't see instant change, instant success, uh, and, and, you know, I think it's a little bit of the human element, you, you know, to always root for the underdog or the backup quarterback. It's been going on forever. So um, the, 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 the actuality is it takes a lot to be qualified, to be prepared, to suit up and buckle up and take the starting reins on, on a Sunday. Rick Saratello uh, with us. So, Rick, before we get you out of here, uh, you are the creator and founder of the NFL Draft Bible. So um, let me ask you. I don't like, you know, we all do it as well. We discuss week by week. You know, this kid played well. He didn't play well. The team won. They covered. They didn't cover. And, well, you know, the games matter. It all comes down to the combine. It all comes down to the workouts. It all comes down to the interviews. And whether a, t- a kid goes 8-4 and four or 10-2 and two in his collegiate season is really kind of irrelevant, I think, to, to scouts. But with that being stated, talk to me about Spencer Rattler not having a good season and you know, he just isn't. And in fact, sooner fans are calling for the backup now, right? Like they're, they're getting that frustrated uh, with Spencer Rattler is, is, is Spencer Rattler stock dropping in the NFL world as well right now? You know, I think that he, he, his draft stock is really all over the place to begin with because you have scouts that are in arm in armored by the skill set and are going to be intrigued with, you know, how his game translates to the next level. And then you've got scouts who are concerned about the size and durability issues. And then you've got the immaturity issues that came with Spencer Rattler coming out of high school. And you like to see him progress and take the next step. And so this is two years in a row now where Oklahoma's kind of stumbled out of the gates. And so, yeah, I do think that, you know, some of that uh, luster has been lost from his draft stock point of view. But honestly, I mean, nobody's really stepping up. Matt Corral is a guy, you know, that's really maybe – uh, shooting up draft boards. Brennan Armstrong from Virginia now has my attention. But to your point, I mean, you see USC, like the coaching change there. I think even Keaton Slovis was benched at one point now with the new coach there. And so um, I still have him in consideration to be one of the top tier quarterback prospects. You have Malik Willis from Liberty, you know, Jake Hayner from Fresno State now is, you know, tossing his hat into the ring. So I really don't pretty sounds like a pretty weak quarterback class to be very weak, very weak. Carson Strong is really the only guy I personally have a first round grade on. And I'm hoping that the Indianapolis Colts somehow wind up with the right Carson, we'll call him, because Carson Wentz (laughs) Wentz is not the answer. And if there's some way to get Carson Strong onto that roster, I think the Colts are one of those teams that can go from worst to first. And Matt Corral, uh, Mississippi quarterback, is going to have an opportunity this weekend to make a name for himself on a national uh, national stage, taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide. 
Taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide total, 77 and a half in this game. So odds makers, yeah, odds makers. Yeah, this ain't the uh, this ain't the the Panthers and the Texans, baby. Uh, it's the Rebels and the Tide, 77 and a half. The SEC, man, the SEC might as well be like the Big 12 now. Like people don't realize that with the SEC. It's it's track meet central. It used to sort of play like the NFL, right? SEC totals are very similar to the to the NFL. Now it's it's track uh, it's track meet central, but yeah, look at a little a little uh, teacher pupil matchup there, right? With Saban and Kiff and uh, Kiffin. Yeah, well, you know what though, Kiffin, Kiffin and Saban never knew each other before, right? Like when, so it's not like Kiffin, you know, what I mean, is part of the Saban tree or anything. Like Kiffin even said at the time, I'm surprised the guy hired me to be honest. Like. I didn't know him. There was no connections type of thing. I, I hear he knows Nick Saban's daughter pretty well. Did I, did I say that on the air, Gabe? I'm sorry. Nowhere no to go. Nowhere to go. Uh, that was speculation. I got, I got, I got. That was, yeah. Speaking of social media, you just ripped social media. You just ripped social media, and now you pull the biggest social media stunt in the world dropping that. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't think that's true for the record. Whoops. I don't. I didn't. I didn't buy into that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I don't. Did, uh, did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Just you for never, the record. You never know what's gonna happen on the late night. Yeah. Just for the record, though, I didn't. I didn't believe that. Uh, but uh, ne- ne- nevertheless, yeah, it should should be interesting. I tell you, Mississippi are a fun football team, and Corral is getting a lot of hype right now. What do you think about the, what's the story with the Bama quarterback? Because I think he's gonna win the Heisman, Bryce Young. I mean, the kids throw for like five touchdowns. Uh, five touchdowns a week. Yeah, he's definitely in the mix. I'll throw the Texas running back in the mix there for the Heisman. And uh, as long as he <laughs> is making seven digits a year, no reason to. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. No, re- no reason to leave Tuscaloosa because I, I don't view him as a NFL type of quarterback. So he'll probably make more money uh, over the next year or two than he will for the rest of his life right there. Rick Saratella, NFL dropout Bible. Follow him on uh, Twitter. Uh, listen, Rick, before we get you out of here, actually, I see uh, you got some stuff uh, coming up. So what's this uh, What's this college stuff about? College esports? What's going on with this? Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Gabe. I'm the commissioner of Conference One, the largest competitive collegiate esports competition in the world. So what is oh, this? This is like, so it's sort of like Madden type stuff, but they're playing like Alabama, Michigan, et cetera? Yeah, we're basically bringing college football to the esports arena. And so we've got Texas and Texas A&M and Oklahoma and Penn State, and they're going to battle it out in this game of Valorant starting this fall. We're going to have Rocket League and eventually Madden tournaments and expand to pro teams. But we're starting off with the Conference One Collegiate Esports. It's kicking off October 5th at 8 p.m. on Twitch. Check us out, cf1.gg. I am your commissioner here. All right, so for more information, also follow Rick on Twitter, at Rick Saratella. We'll discuss this more um, uh, next week as well. Rick, it's always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot for taking the time to be with us. Thanks, Dave. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? 
That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduced speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary. But it's like PTI. We probably should have the correction desk at the end of the program. So I said earlier, the uh, the Texans, we're going to be 0-4. Uh, they did beat Jacksonville. I should have remembered I was on the game. I bet on them. <laughs> but whatever. I don't care. They're still not getting to 5. All right? They're still not getting to 5. So I wanted to clarify that. All right? We had Rick Saratella. I wanted to, I wanted to get that off my chest. Uh, so, yes, we're aware the Houston Texans did win a game. But they're still not getting to 5. If you look at the Texans' schedule... It's vicious. It's vicious. Like, it's it's not happening. And I like Davis Mills a lot, too. I think Davis Mills is good. I think Davis Mills is like a starting quarterback. He's not like a franchise quarterback in the NFL. But you'll see Davis Mills will be in the league for a long time, uh, cashing a check as a backup. Um, you know, he was very solid in his first uh, first start. But as I said, so there's win totals posted again and on a weekly basis. So they've got one win. All right, so they got one win. So where's where 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 are the four more coming from? Texans at Bills, that's not happening. Patriots at Texans, that's not happening. Texans at Colts, nope. Texans at Cards, nope. Rams at Texans, no. Texans at Dolphins, nope. Texans at Titans, nope. Jets at, at Texans, okay. So that gets you two. Colts at Texans, no. Seahawks at Texans, no. Texans at Jaguars, maybe gets you to three. Chargers at Texans, no. Texans at 49ers, no. Uh, Titans at Texans, no. You see what I'm saying? So they get to three, and maybe, all right, you can never guarantee anything. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think they have a couple of more. Like, maybe they get to four, and it stays under my four and a half, but I don't don't see it coming. I I just, I don't see it coming. So I like the Houston Texans under the four and a half. For the record, the Jets are under three and a half right now. So the Jets do have a couple of winnable games later on the season. And there is 17 games. We'll hit this tomorrow. Thanks to our guests. Thanks to our crew. Thanks to our listeners, viewers. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. You're listening to the Sports Grid Radio Network. Doing our part to spread the winning edge nationwide. Get on the grid. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You can make money the hard way becoming a bullfighter. Or save money the easy way with Xfinity Mobile. It sure beats making money as a human cannonball. Now through March 21st, learn how existing Xfinity customers can get a free line of unlimited intro for a year when they buy one unlimited line. That's hundreds of dollars in savings on your wireless bill. Visit XfinityMobile.com today. Restrictions apply. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity Internet. Reduce speeds after 20 gigabytes of usage per line. Data thresholds may vary.